First Baptist Athens offers this podcast of Devotions for Lent. Today's devotion is offered by Bill Hopper. It is based on the story of Jesus praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, recorded in Matthew 26, 36-46. The scripture is read from the New Revised Standard Version. The devotion begins with music provided by Sarah Delbane playing What Wondrous Love Is This Arranged for Flute. Lay aside everything else for the next few minutes. Allow the music to settle your soul, making space to listen for God. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be grieved and agitated. Then he said to them, I am deeply grieved, even to death. Remain here and stay awake with me. And going a little farther, he threw himself on the ground and prayed. My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet not what I want, but what you want. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, So could you not stay awake with me one hour? Stay awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, he went away for the second time and prayed, My father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. Again, he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same words. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? See, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up. Let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. 
For me, these 11 verses from Matthew 26 are perhaps the most powerful in our Bible. After the Last Supper, Jesus retreats to the Garden of Gethsemane. He takes Peter, James, and John with him. Often, Jesus' humanity is mentioned at the death of his friend Lazarus. However, I find Jesus' most human moment in the Garden of Gethsemane. At the beginning of this passage, Jesus is described as sorrowful, troubled, and overwhelmed. As I compose this passage, I'm reminded of recent senseless shootings in our community and in our country. These violent acts evoke feelings of being sorrowful, troubled, and overwhelmed. I can only imagine the emotions of the families of the victims. We should all notice Jesus' reaction. What does Jesus do when sorrow and doubt creep in? He prays, not once, but three times. And according to the scriptures, he prays the same prayer. Please pardon my paraphrasing, but he asks in this prayer, is there another way? Is there another plan? Do I have to go through with what I am facing? Most importantly, he also ends with not my will, but your will. Not a coincidence that he teaches disciples and us to pray by using those same words in what we know as our Lord's Prayer. Scripture records that he utters the same phrase a third time in verse 44. In the very next verse, 45, he tells disciples, again paraphrasing, Time to go. The hour is near. Here comes my betrayer. We all know that prayer is a necessary spiritual discipline. It is our human means to communicate with our Creator. Prayer is not to be a one-sided conversation where we express gratitude and then provide our wish list. It is to be a dialogue with God. We are to use prayer as an attempt to discern the will of God. I tend to use discern and God's will often in the same sentence, but the act of discerning God's will can be mysterious and perplexing. Garth Brooks recorded a hit song that has the line, Some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Each of us can think back to moments in our lives in which God does not seem willing to grant the current top item on our wish list. Years later, we can look back and see that God had a better plan. I'm struck by the demonstration of humanity when Jesus asked his Father God three times to relieve him of the trip to the cross. In response, Father God does not provide a burning bush, an appearance of Moses and Elijah, or any other sign that's recorded in our Bible. Somehow Jesus discerns the will of God. In the very next verse, Jesus goes to meet Judas and continues his journey to the cross with ultimate resolve. History records many extraordinary sacrifices, such as war heroes, organ donors, parents who adopt children. But the most extraordinary sacrifice in the history of mankind is recorded in verses 45 and 46 of this passage. That sacrifice of God's only Son provides sinners like me with an undeserved grace that comes from an unconditional love. Praise be to God. Please pray with me. God of grace and mercy, our words and actions are infinitely insufficient to express our gratitude for the gift of Jesus. However, words and actions are really all that we have to offer. May they be pleasing to you. Amen.